Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Rachel's Radio. Welcome back everybody. I have some news. I actually got a microphone. It's a little clever microphone which I can also use for my YouTube videos. Hopefully the sound quality will be better. You'll have to update me. But yeah, go and follow my YouTube if you haven't already. It's at Rachel Recovering because the videos are just going to be getting better. I'm going on holiday so so soon and I'm so excited. But in today's episode I thought we could talk a bit about like anorexia recovery and you know my kind of my feelings about it now that I'm one year in, guys, it's crazy. One year in anorexia recovery, like who would have thought? But I'm going to get all into that now. I hope you guys enjoy. If you do, make sure to leave me a good review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And yeah, let's get into it. So one year in anorexia recovery. Oh my gosh. I feel like a lot of people are going to ask, how do you know it's been a year? Because I mark, my for me, like my recovery didn't start overnight. It wasn't really a decision where I was like, right, I'm going to recover. Because if I waited until that point, it would just never come. Because honestly, like I know this is quite common, but like you never feel ready to recover. Like I don't think anyone ever feels ready to recover. Um, but for me, I just had like no motivation to recover. I didn't want recovery. Um, like... I think I made up this quote like a while ago, but it's like change scared me the most, but really it was the fear of nothing changing that scared me more. And that's so true. Like I was stuck in this hell that anorexia was giving me, listening to anorexia, letting it dictate my life. And I didn't want to change because I was too scared. Um, But then at the same time, like I'm too scared. I was actually scared of like nothing changing because I just didn't want to live like that anymore so for me I marked my recovery starting when I started with my new nurse because that's what changed it for me and that's what kind of allowed me to actually want recovery and actually actively kind of like let myself you know gain weight and you know let myself kind of fight my anorexia's voice and you know like starting your weight restoration journey if it's like anorexia or you know something like that like doesn't mean that you're recovering like that's just you know that there's no correlation between being weight restored and being recovered um I can't stress that enough that is like so key but I think for me my recovery started when I actively tried to you know not lose weight anymore not necessarily gain weight well I think I was like not necessarily trying to gain weight but I was definitely trying not to lose weight anymore um and you know really kind of prioritizing my mental health too whereas before I started recovery um I think I kind of just saw that the only way out was to not be here anymore and I think in recovery I really you know tried to prioritize my mental health and you know, try and, you know, give this whole life thing a go, because before, as I said, like, I, I just didn't have any motivation, because I saw no way out, the only way out I saw was, as I said, like, not being here, like, I couldn't, like, face recovery, because it just was so, like, scary to me, whereas when I did kind of start recovery, and I, you know, try to actually get on the journey to being healthier and a better life, 
I think a big part of that was prioritizing my mental health and you know exploring why you know why there were certain things that were not working for me and you know what was like fueling the eating disorder and what was kind of like making it hard for me to recover and a big part of that for me was my autism diagnosis which was actually six months after I started recovery but I actually like started talking about being autistic and like exploring it like like when I started recovery a couple weeks after um and this helped me so much because it allowed me to see why I for so long couldn't recover and why for so long I was anorexia's victim because for so long I felt like I was broken and I didn't want to recover because I just thought my life was going to be the exact same to what it was before and for me like no like that's not the case like now that I'm one year into recovery I can see that I've built you know I can build a new life I don't have to go back to my old life like people say you know fight for your life back and stuff but for me no I don't that's exactly what I don't want I want to build a new life because the life before my eating disorder was hell um not obviously not as much as my eating disorder but like it was bad enough for me to need anorexia as a coping mechanism and I'm not blaming absolutely anyone but it was just the situation and being undiagnosed autistic person in a setting where I just couldn't cope and I think a big part of that for me was like not going to school anymore and accessing my education at home and that really helped my recovery. I know this isn't the case for lots of people like lots of people rely on school and need school and enjoy school but for me like no one's fought again like you know nothing to do with the school they're absolutely lovely people and everyone in learning support and everything is so so lovely and you know all the teachers are like so lovely but for me it's just not the right environment and like you know that's no one's fault but it's just it's just you know that's that's kind of it like I'm not saying I won't like school in the future I'm not saying that it's just that right now and where I was when I started recovery school would have just kind of send me backwards because it was a place where I needed anorexia to cope and looking back that's also because I was autistic and I know a lot of autistic people you know they thrive in school but for me like it was just so hard and this whole time I just felt like I was broken and I couldn't do it because I didn't have my autism diagnosis and you don't need an autism diagnosis or any diagnosis to not feel broken but for me it was just that validation and I think not going to school and that you know my autism diagnosis really really helped my recovery. I think for me as well like my recovery was quite different to I think quite a lot of people like some people do all in recovery which is absolutely amazing but I just couldn't do that because I absolutely hate change like I'm autistic and change brings me so much anxiety and you know it's it's so hard for me to change anything like I've worn the same hairstyle for literally like six years like you know anything about you know my life I can't change and that's really difficult so to go all in recovery would be so much changes and I just I just couldn't like I just couldn't do that and at that stage like when I was so malnourished 
like my brain could not like even comprehend that like you know everyone's journey is different and for some people it works and you know that's amazing but for me like I just like I couldn't do all in recovery so for so long I couldn't recover because I couldn't you know I couldn't do it and I was just going backwards because I was just like trying my hardest but I just couldn't do it like you know and for me I think like taking recovery one step at a time really helped like doing stuff that was manageable and obviously challenging myself like recovery was still so so hard and so terrifying it still is but like you know just doing it one step at a time and I think an important thing to remember is just try not to compare yourself to other people like I think for me even I find this so hard like you know people there's like this whole comparison about like you know your weight and your shape and your like time scale of your recovery and how many admissions and you know everything like that and I think you know it's just it's just like not like relevant to you and your recovery like this is the situation and if you're even questioning whether you were sick enough then you are like you know everyone with an eating disorder is sick you know what I mean like there's no like question about it and I think for me like there's this whole denial thing and like you know I don't want to start recovery because I'm not sick and I think another reason why weight restoration is so terrifying is because you lose that identity of being unwell like when people look at someone who's malnourished they you know they immediately think that that person is like sick and for me like losing my anorexia identity so losing that unhealthy you know body like that underweight you know that kind of whole identity was really hard because my external world no longer matched my internal world so like I'm one year into recovery I've gained weight but I still feel like I still feel everything like I feel the guilt I feel the shame I feel that anxiety you know the depression like everything (laughs) I, I still feel it and for people to come up to me and say you're looking well it's just like you know I don't feel well like I I may look well but 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 I think to like recovery is not weight restoration and I think that's like my biggest message to people who you know are in recovery or you know are supporting someone who's in recovery like recovery it does not equal recovered does not equal rest and that once your weight restored you're suddenly recovered and everything's okay and you don't need to put anymore and that's just simply not the case and I just want to remind people that you know like just weight restoration is not the end like recovery like I wish it kind of I kind of wish it was because you know like if my mental health was amazing once I was weight restored I'm not yet but once I am then you know I can just get on with my life but that's not the case and you know there's still so much mental work you need to do in order to prevent relapse and to you know make sure that you find yourself ways to cope in a world that is so challenging and in a world that potentially you know it's not it's not built for people like you like for me like as an autistic person the world isn't built for neurotypical neurodiverse people it's built for neurotypical people and you know that that in itself 
is really difficult and I think that's partly why I needed anorexia because I was just so lost in a life that I just felt like I didn't belong in whereas now like I want to like tell people that you know build a new life and that you know if you don't change the things that you you know before required you to have an eating disorder to cope in then you're just you know you're not gonna sustain recovery because you will need anorexia to cope again and I know there is other coping mechanisms but like for me changing these factors like not going to school and you know getting my autism diagnosis and you know several other different things like because I changed them and I changed the environment you know and I didn't I just don't need anorexia to cope anymore like in my life I just you know I don't have I don't need anorexia to cope and I know for some people it might not be easy to do that because it might just be you know things you have to do that are really difficult and I think in that situation I would you know suggest thinking about other solid coping mechanisms like frameworks and support networks that you can rely on in those situations that you know you may find yourself struggling in and you know might need to lean on anorexia to cope again and you know there's so so many resources and you know coping mechanisms out there and support and everything and you just need to find one that works for you that it's not harmful like an eating disorder and I'm I want to like say that you know some things you can't you know you can't make an environment completely safe and you can't make your life perfect like it's just impossible like for me autism presents to me so many challenges and you know I'm not going to recover from autism because it's not an illness it's a neurodevelopmental condition and you know that doesn't mean that it doesn't present to me you know things that I find difficult and I think I just need to you know navigate my way through life with coping mechanisms that are healthy and that will support me and my you know my support network and everything you know to you know you know allow myself to cope in life and you know like recovery of course you need to change things to make your life you know one that you can cope better in but that doesn't mean you can 100% cope in it and you know I've definitely learned that like I thought that when recovery you know I was in recovery that you know everything was going to get amazing and don't get me wrong it has like recovery has changed my entire life I've got a completely new mindset and you know I've got goals of like just being which is you know so crazy to me and if I told myself that two years ago I just would not believed you and you know I've just got you know so my life's so different you know in so many different ways but that doesn't mean that you know it's not hard and I'm going to be completely honest like recovery is absolutely amazing life-changing you know just the best thing but at the same time it's not like a magic wand like it doesn't work like that and I wish it did but it just doesn't now moving on to some lessons I've learned since being in recovery oh my gosh guys I have learned so much like not only has like recovery given me freedom and opportunities and the ability to learn new things you know and get outside and you know experience the world but it's also you know changed my mindset and 
in a good way because like my morals are so different and like what's important to me is so different to how it was like um like six months ago a year ago two years ago ten years ago like it's crazy because when you have a serious mental illness like anorexia that takes away your life and you know to be blunt like tries to kill you and you know your your life is on the edge like it really puts things into perspective I would definitely have to be in terms of my mindset like not pushing myself to you know like achieve certain things like for me like I don't know if anyone knows this but I play the cello and I got my grade 8 cello like I think three four months before I was admitted and like I pushed and pushed and like obviously I worked so hard to get that grade but looking back it's like you know yes it's a great achievement but at what cost like you know I was so unwell and I think now looking back like you know I just don't push myself to kind of show you know show who I am through my achievements like now I've learned that like there is so much more to me than what grade I get and what kind of achievement and thing I can you know say about myself like life isn't about that you know when like I was so close to you know everything being over like that's just not important like you know what I mean like being a nice person and being determined and being caring and you know really kind of wanting to make a difference to the world that is so much more important and so much more valuable than any kind of grade or achievement or you know of course like these achievements are so kind of like rewarding and you know to an extent they are kind of like to an extent important you know like GCSEs and things like that but it's not the be all or end all it's not like everything relies on that like you can access your education in different ways and you can do things differently and just do what works for you and don't feel this societal pressure to kind of conform to what people say is good you know like my perception of good now is like just you know just being kind and you know helping someone cross the road and you know what I mean not like how many a stars I get you know like wanting to make a difference to the world and you know raise awareness about anorexia and you know eating disorders and being autistic and stuff like that that's kind of to me what I value more above what I have to show for myself because at the end of the day like if you know if things were different and if things hadn't worked out you know that's not going to matter like having grade HL is great but it's not going to matter whereas you know being recognized as you know always trying her best and you know that like that's that's you know that's more important to me and I think that's something I've really learned and I think it's something that school just doesn't teach you and like don't get me wrong some like some kind of achievements are not I don't want to say necessary but are more important than others but it's not it's not that only thing like that's what I want to stress like it's not like what society makes it out to be and I think for me like even that relates to my recovery like in my recovery you know this pressure to kind of go all in and stuff like that like you know that's maybe what society's pressurizing me to do but that's that's doesn't work for me and you know at the end of the day like I need to do what works for me and what's actually going to allow me to recover in a way that is sustainable 
and that means I have you know the strength and stuff that I can you know continue recovering and stuff like that I think another thing that I've learned is that recovery isn't linear and no one can do it for you like there's going to be bumps in the road and you know that's that's okay and that's you know that's understandable and you know as long as you're trying your hardest and as long as you're keeping on pushing keeping on fighting then you know that's that's only like that's to be expected you know like no road to recovery is going to be perfect like it's just it's not sustainable and it's not possible and it's not realistic like just if you're going into recovery or you're in recovery just you know be aware and don't kind of you know get like beat yourself up if there's a bump in the road or if you're struggling more than you were struggling the week before you know what I mean like you know everything fluctuates and that's the same with your recovery I think lesson three is just be kind to yourself because recovery is so so hard and I think you need to kind of realize that you know it's it's a gradual process and you know you might not like your body immediately you might you know you might have anorexia screaming at you and feel the guilt and feel the you know the pain and the the loss of identity and you know all these emotions that no one really speaks about apart from like you know the kind of happiness of recovery which is just like you know glamorizing recovery which is just kind of unrealistic and I think it's important to you know try your best to kind of be kind and be like supportive of yourself and kind of be proud of yourself like I know for me I have really low self-esteem and I was just not proud of myself. Lesson four would be to try and not compare yourself to others like I really struggle with this but I try and remember that you know every person is different and every organism is different so you can't compare two people because you know they're different organisms and you know they do, they work in different ways like you know yeah sure they might have some similarities but you know there's just you know you can't compare two different things I don't know if that makes sense but I think it's important to remember that and sometimes like to try and help with stop comparing yourself you need to unfollow like triggering accounts and unfollow you know people that are not helping you to recover because although it is like difficult and it's hard to you know distance yourself from those triggers because in a way those triggers kind of I don't know they kind of just make you you get kind of that like feeling from them but I think you know you need to recognize that that feeling isn't always helpful and it's not always going to help you move forward so yes I hope you guys enjoyed this episode that is all my tips that is kind of what I've learned I could honestly speak for hours on this topic but I'm gonna limit it to under half an hour because I don't want to bore you guys but yeah I just think that recovery is such a beautiful thing and a way I look at it is it's like you know a butterfly and going through metamorphosis like I think that's how you say it um because like you know you have to feel the dark and you have to be in the dark before you can you know turn into this beautiful butterfly and you know as I said like it's not linear and you know it doesn't happen overnight and it's a gradual process and you need to be kind to yourself um but yes, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, make sure to give it a positive review on Apple or Spotify because it really, really helps. I would really appreciate it. And yeah, I'll see you guys very soon for a brand new episode. Bye, guys. Bye.